Okay, CJ, we're back live again. Here's Larry. Special halftime entertainment or second quarter <laughs> entertainment. All Things Unexplained. Hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody. Hey, hey, everybody. It's me, CJ, with All Things Unexplained. I'm not sure that that's um, second quarter. Is that what you said? Second quarter. <laughs> so, that's right. It's more like our national anthem, really. I mean, it like kicks off the whole ball game right there. That's My right. Personal sports analogy opinion. But anyways, that's not what we're here for. We are here for the Unexplained Update because... The world just keeps on spinning and That's things right. just keep on happening <laughs> yes, here and in our universe. So this is one of my favorite segments that we get to do because it forces me to read. I used to love to read. I used to read all the time. Ever, I mean, people would make fun of me because I would just sit there reading all the time, but life's gotten a little busy for me these days. So this is a treat. Reading is essential. So if you're listening to us tonight or today or this morning on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you're listening to us, all Audible maybe, we just happen to be broadcasting live right now on Facebook Live during the National Championship, Alabama versus Georgia. Don't! Why did we do that, CJ? No, it's okay. Because... <laughs> As an Ole Miss fan, I like to say, you know, tonight it doesn't matter if Alabama loses or if Georgia loses, the SEC still wins. So it's okay. I've got it covered. I'm rooting for the SEC tonight. I think I'm going to come out on top. Well, we might be missing one of our uh, favorite fans tonight. Happens to be a big Alabama fan. So, Smitty. Not sure. <laughs> Not Smitty, but we do miss him again. Poor, poor Smitty. He'll get back with it sometime, I'm sure. Yep, Smitty's feeling a little, a little under the weather tonight. CJ, we had some other difficulties last week that caused us to delay until tonight. But you're right, yeah. longtime listener George Winters. He's, I know he's not listening tonight because he's no. watching that Alabama game. And, and Smitty, we're thinking about you. We miss you tonight. He's a Mississippi State fan. I'll make that clear my uh, polar opposite as an Ole Miss alumnus. So, Smitty, we miss you. Thinking about you, I guess. Yes, we do. I'd be remiss oh, yeah. to say, you know, if I didn't point out that we are a People's Choice Podcast Award nominee and a Top 25 Science Charts Podcast, CJ. Yay, we did it. We done did it. Good That's time. right. We made it through a lot from covid 2020 to Christmas 2021. COVID. That's right. 
in COVID 2022. <laughs> I know. If we're <laughs> going like to make it through 2022, it, it's going to be in big part thanks to our patrons who have helped yeah. helped us out on Venmo at Bigfoot UFO or pa- Patreon or Patron.com backslash all things unexplained. <laughs> Maybe we'll buy some Patron with the Patreon. It is in the budget. <laughs> and we have some supporters over at buymeacoffee.com backslash unexplained. You get behind the scenes access from Patron or Patreon and buy me a coffee. And you can just straight up help us out for 2022 over at Venmo at Bigfoot UFO. Thank you to all the people who have supported us so far. You yes, really, thank yes, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. You make this podcast possible. And who knows? Maybe we can get a special thank you. That's right. Special thank you, some special merc, some swag. You never know. Videos, shout outs, all kinds of things. <laughs> Early access to podcasts, exclusive content that other people just don't get to see. So CJ, I think I should start out tonight, if that's okay, with yes. some, as I like to call them, some RIPs. There have been some significant folks who've passed on in the last month or two. I know. I know and I just, I just got to lead off with that real quick. So Bob, I know you probably saw Bob Saget passed awful. away. Just I never really did watch Full House or Fuller House what? or The Fullest House, but hey. Oh my gosh. You missed out. Full House? That's like my childhood. I grew up on Full House. Yeah, I was more of a threes company guy, but Full House, whatever. It's good. I'm sad about Bob Saget. And yeah. definite rest in peace to one Ms. Betty White. I mean legend yes I, I she's not supposed to die ever she's like she's willie nelson keep... yes <laughs> <laughs> woke up still not dead again too. yeah love that new song he was <laughs> we had a willie nice christmas and he's still not dead today but i did not know this about Betty white she was a huge animal rights or animal activist she loved animals and i just saw shout out to one of our local establishments here near us red moose brewing company who's been very kind every time i've been down there they would love to host a live podcast that's right so do you know that all their sales for some time now is going to go to the carolina tiger rescue in honor of betty white oh that's cool very cool well, and a good reason for us to go share a pint. Right. I didn't, the Red Moose I didn't need a reason, but that's, <laughs> that's yeah. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> and they love their Bigfoot, so I'll just say that. Another RIP to someone I really enjoyed watching over the years and listed to John Madden. I know. Oh, my goodness. I know. How did we lose all of these legends? I know. And like, he really, These people are you know, legends. He was just terrific. I know he, he reminded me a little bit of my coaching career. He had a little bit of success. He probably realized that's not for me and on to broadcast. There you go. There you go. It's not nearly as stressful. But any plus he was, you know, made some of the best video games in history, the Madden NFL right. games, just terrific games. And one final RIP I've got, and I realized this and remembered this. We don't do politics on this show, but a politician passed away recently last few weeks I think that I have a lot of respect for and as I was watching a new episode of Ancient Aliens came out this week and they dig into the new government UFO disclosure right Mm -hmm. and it had a lot of politicians on the episode 
talking about our need for transparency and disclosure of what the government and the military specifically knows about UFOs and UAPs and USOs. And one Democratic longtime senator, Harry Reid, recently passed away. Was I a fan of his politics? I don't know. But Harry Reid was instrumental in getting the government to be and the military to be more transparent about UFOs. And he really fought hard for that. So I guess you'd call him a friend of the show, to be honest. He, he certainly is going to go down as one of the key figures in UFOlogy history. So shout out to Harry Reid. You'll be missed in the UFO community. And that's a big part of our show, of course. May he rest in peace. And speaking of just terrible losses... How about that Chargers game? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, and speaking of resting in peace, <laughs> may the Chargers oh, yeah. rest in peace for the rest no of kidding. this offseason. Oh, my gosh. I mean, okay. So I grew up in California. I was a 49ers fan as a child. I should have stuck with that, but that was in the Jerry Rice, Steve Young heyday. And how could you not love the 49ers then? And I took a little hiatus from football loving for a few years there and then discovered the San Diego Chargers. Fell in love with San Diego Chargers. I don't know why. They're heartbreakers. They've not done anything exciting in the entire time that I have followed them. And I follow them a lot less lately just because of kids and terrible commercials on football games but it was just so typical chargers to just so typical so <laughs> if you don't know exactly what cj is talking about the nfl had an unprecedented moment last night an unprecedented situation in a game the raiders versus the chargers in all places las vegas this, it was really the ultimate nightmare scenario for the NFL. These two teams are playing. The playoffs are on the line. And if the game ends in a tie, both teams go to the playoffs. This, that is a disgrace. It's not supposed to be that way. The fact the NFL even has ties is a disaster. You know, the NBA has a lot of problems. Major League Baseball, a lot of problems. Hockey, soccer, they've got their problems. NFL has always seemed to be one step ahead in a lot of areas, but this is not one of them. These ties are a mistake. With that being said, it was one of the most riveting, exciting games I've ever seen. <laughs> Who would have thought Raiders Charger? I mean, that's always been a big one for me just because it's such an intense rivalry. And, and Raiders fans really exist in full force in Los Angeles, which is where the, the Chargers stadium is now. So if you watch a Chargers home game versus Raiders, it's going to be all Raiders fans there. So anyways, I didn't stay up to watch the game. I watched the first quarter and thought, ah, oh, this is going to go down in typical Chargers fashion, and I cannot waste my life on that just to have them lose. I checked my phone at, I think, 10.30. They were still down by 15 points with four minutes left to go in the game, and I thought, all right, well, as I called it, only to wake up this morning and see yeah. that it was the most epic ending to a game ever, plus the most unexplained ending to a game ever, and I'll let you dive in there since you watched it. 
Very unexplained, of course, that's why we're talking about it. And they actually drug a third team into the mix, the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? So the Pittsburgh Steelers had already clinched a playoff spot by winning earlier that day, unless the Raiders-Chargers ended in a tie, in which case the Steelers would be eliminated and the Raiders and Chargers would both make the playoffs. Interestingly, during the season, only one out of 200-and-something football games ended in a tie. But something told me there's very good odds of this, much better odds than what we really think. What with it being in Vegas and just all this. And you know, smart the smart money for both the teams would just been take a knee. Every mm-hmm. play. Right. No, nothing could go wrong. I mean, that We're both making the playoffs. Right? Oh, for sure. Although similar things have actually happened. I think it was just last year. The Eagles took out their starting quarterback last game of the season, put in the backup who had absolutely no chance just so they could completely lose the game and ensure themselves a higher draft pick. Mm -hmm. So similar situations of tanking or whatever you want to call it have happened before. But the Chargers, of course, found themselves down by 15 with just four minutes to go, under five minutes to go. They drive all the way down, converting on every fourth down as they go, you know, one time it's even fourth down, penalty on the Raiders, holding. Give them a first down. Get the touchdown. All right, do we go for two yet or save it to the next position? Yes, they go for two now. They get the two-point conversion. They're down by seven. Get the ball back. Two minutes to go. Drive down the field again, converting all these fourth downs. Which get is, the touchdown. for doing that. Oh, sure. Get the touchdown. They got all the momentum. Tie the ball, ball game up at the end of regulation. Overtime starts, the Raiders go down, kick a field goal, and, and you're thinking, okay, we could really see this tie happening. Chargers, you could just tell, they're, they're not going to win it with a touchdown. They're going to go down and kick a field goal too. And that's what they did. They go down, kick the field goal. Steelers, I mean, Raiders get the ball back. They're running the ball, right? Clock's ticking. They're running the ball. You see, the Steelers didn't have to go, the Raiders didn't have to go win the game. All they had to do was run the clock out. They're going to playoffs, right? No interceptions, no fumbles. Chargers, they didn't have to do anything spectacular. They didn't have to do anything at all. Just let the game end in a tie. Let the Raiders run the clock out. We're going to the playoffs. So 38 seconds left, clock stops. I can't believe this. This makes me so so sick. Somebody calls a timeout. It's third and four for the Raiders. They're running the ball. The clock's ticking. Somebody calls timeout. The announcer's Al Michaels. The other guy, there's, well, so did somebody call a timeout? Well, what? Who would do that? What's going on? The Chargers called a timeout. Why? Nobody knows. It was inexplicable. It was unexplained. The announcers couldn't figure it out. Al Michaels was completely befuddled. Nobody had a clue. Nobody knew, except the Chargers, I guess. And so you know what the Raiders actually did? They literally did this, said, okay, it changed their mindset. You want to call a timeout? By God, we're going to get a first down on this next play. That's what they did, and we're going to keep the field goal, and we're going to win, and we're going to go to the playoffs, and we're going to knock you out. So has there been any explanation for this? Has anybody come out and said, this is why we called the timeout? Yes, there has. And first of all, there's some incredible video after the game of one of the Raiders talking to the running back, Austin Eckler, for the Chargers. Mm -hmm. And you can literally see him on the video. And, you know, the NFL 
is amazing to have microphones all over the field. So, you know, somebody has audio of this, but you could totally see what he says. He says, dude, we're, we're gonna, we were going to run the clock out if y'all hadn't called timeout. And Austin Eckler just goes, oh, what are we thinking? What is wrong with us? So here's the official standpoint of the Chargers coach, who, by the way, I feel like is on the hot seat now just because of this. Right. The Chargers knew the Raiders were going to run the ball, of course. The Chargers wanted to stop them from getting the first down. Their coach claims that he called timeout to put in their most effective run-stopping package. Turns out, though, and on analysis, their best players at stopping the run were already in the game. They literally subbed out their best run stoppers. And sure enough. There was a payoff. There had to be a payoff of some sort. All I know is I did see that Las Vegas avoided an incredible upset. You know, that Las Vegas would have been out a lot of money if that game ended in a tie, but that doesn't mean somebody didn't make a lot of money. Hmm. Man. So here's to the California Chargers. Uh, Still unexplained. <laughs> Your Chargers. Tough. It's just so sad. I literally put my jerseys in a pile today, in a donation pile today. Like I can't. I cannot hang on to these Chargers anymore. <laughs> my Sproles jersey, my Merriman jersey, they're in a pile. And I'm possibly going to donate if I get gutsy enough. <laughs> hey, that would make a great Instagram video for us, okay? So... Some sort of Chargers jersey destruction. By the way, my Cowboys, how about them Cowboys looking for another return to Super Bowl glory? I think we can do it. Mm, time will tell on that one. Time will tell. Well, there you go. There's your football unexplained update for the month. <laughs> Our first one ever. Yes. Yes. You know, I used to be a sports writer. I used to do all kinds of sports writing back in the day. It's the most money I ever made. <laughs> I did. I did know that. I also know you. You've had many other sports-related jobs. So I have, yes. And now, still sports-related. I just chase my kids around all day. Now I'm the athlete, just running, hurtling over things, jumping over toy cars on the ground, there she sliding goes. across the floor, <laughs> winning those awards. <sighs> Yep, there you go. Well, well let's CJ, dive what's, into some other strange yeah, stories. What's your unexplained, unexplained update? Story. Your so did you hear about of course my browser decided to stop working as soon as I went to pull up the story? <laughs> That's unexplained. Might have to come back to that one. But anyways, did you hear about the uh, meteor that exploded over Pittsburgh? No, I did not. Oh, well you're gonna have to wait because my story's not working anymore. Uh, we'll come back to that one. Is it possible that it coincided with the Raiders' win over the Chargers? <laughs> oh, unfortunately, no. It was on New Year's Day. <laughs> oh, okay. It was on New Year's Day, and it was this giant just explosion sound that rattled everybody's houses and made a total sonic boom, and nobody knew what it was. And apparently, if it hadn't been so cloudy, you would have been able to see this meteor come flying across the sky. And apparently, it was just the size of a grain of sand and was able to cause that much of like a boom and a shake. And everybody thought that maybe it was an earthquake, and it happened in the middle of the day, like in the morning at 11 a.m. So super cool. That's the kind of stuff 
that we love. But my favorite thing about that story was one of the quotes that somebody said, my goodness, Netflix has really got a huge marketing budget for Don't Look Up. <laughs> for that <laughs> movie that's like so popular right now, it, which is a funny movie if you haven't seen it yet don't look up but it's all about you know a meteor coming to earth so like oh what a great you know marketing budget they're actually setting meteors into into the atmosphere (laughs) i have not watched that yet but you know what i'm currently reading and i highly recommend it roswell the day after or the day after roswell oh is fascinating it's written by a military general the day after roswell by colonel philip j corso it is terrific. So what made you want to read that one? Well, again, I was watching Ancient Aliens, a brand new one, just came out. And they went into Roswell a little bit, and they actually gave a shout-out to the book on the show. And I said, wow, I need to I need to look that up. Sure enough, it's on Audible, as is All Things Unexplained. And I said, hey, audiobook, sold. I'll listen ah. to it. At the same time as I'm listening to The Gunslinger, Worlds Collide. <laughs> so right. I do have to tell, you know... Yeah. I, the Pittsburgh people should remember one thing, Tunguska. What's that? Tunguska. I feel like they should count their blessings this morning. They, they absolutely should. So it was. So this was on January 1st, but I did get the article to pull up, and it says that the exploding meteor was the equivalent of 30 tons of TNT. Seems like a lot. <laughs> wow, it does. And that also reminds me of a video I saw recently about how or why Albert Einstein thought that nuclear atomic weapons were impossible. And, you know, it just goes to show you, hey, it just takes a little bit of a mass to make a whole lot of boom. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and you know what? I was wrong on the mass. (laughs) Now that I've got this pulled up. And here's why I'm confused, because I went to the library the other day, and I checked out a book for my girls called Look Up. It's called Rocket Says Look Up, and it's about a meteor shower. And they explain the meteors being size of a grain of sand there but no this one actually was quite large this one was a meteor brighter than venus and i guess it weighed about a thousand pounds and measured a yard in diameter so yeah they definitely should be counting their blessings because shot through the atmosphere at forty-five thousand miles per hour according to nasa Eek. holy cow and it really does <laughs> remind me of the tunguska incident right you know in Siberia in the middle of nowhere and it still remains unsolved to this day. Of course, the number one suspect is something like that, but it just obliterated, you know, miles and miles of forest and basically uninhabited land. And, right. you know, if something like that were to happen today, it would just be a, a complete, utter disaster. Yes. So scary. I mean, it's so cool and majestic and powerful and amazing and terrifying all at the same time. I'm so fascinated by, by outer space. Absolutely. So I've got... Next time I'll get my story straight. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I've got a skull that was stolen from a haunted British pub. I love me some haunted British pubs. Let me see if I can pull up an actual photo of the skull. I believe I've got one here. Where did you go, skull? Ah. We're having some technical difficult user error technical difficulties today. There it is. Oh, look at that. Look There's at the that. Skull. Look at all those teeth. So you could tell us sitting on a nice, you know, old wooden table over there in the UK. 
The proprietors of a purportedly haunted pub in England say that a sticky-fingered miscreant stole a replica human skull that served as something of a mascot for the establishment. The strange caper reportedly occurred at the Golden Fleece in the city of York, sometimes Sunday or Monday morning. Prominently displayed at the pub, it had been a recreation of the skull of Elizabeth Johnson, who was executed in 1800 after she had been convicted of using a counterfeit banknote. The final person ever to put to death in the city, it is believed that the woman frequented the Golden Fleece when it had been an inn, which is how the replica of her cranium wound up becoming showcased at the pub. A replica, huh? That is, that's, well, <laughs> that's what they say, right? <laughs> I mean, now, you've you know made this, it. You have made it if somebody wants to make a replica of your skull. Oh, that's for sure. And you know what? This lady, she was passing counterfeit money. She was put to death. She used to frequent the Golden Fleece of all places when it was an inn. What do you, you think her primary occupation was, I wonder? <laughs> hmm. I'd rather not speculate on that one. <laughs> <laughs> But that reminds me of another lady I've actually got in the news. Let me see if I can find out a little bit more about her, see if you can recognize this lady. This lady was actually born, you know, okay. January 6th was just a few days ago. So she was actually, her birthday was purportedly on January 6th. I'm not going to give you her birth year, but here she is of oh. 1412. One Joan of Arc. Don't think I've met her. Joan of Arc. So Joan of Arc, I had to do a little study. A peasant girl living in medieval France believed that God had chosen her to lead France to victory in its long-running war with England. With no military training, Joan convinced the embattled crown Prince Charles of Valois, 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 to allow her to lead a French army to the besieged city of Orleans, where it achieved a momentous victory over the English and their French allies, the Burgundians. Joan was captured by Anglo-Burgundian forces, tried for witchcraft and heresy, and burned at the stake in 1431 at the ripe old age of 19. Wow. By the time she was officially canonized in 1920, the Maid of Orleans, as she was known, had long been considered one of history's greatest saints, and an enduring symbol of French unity and nationalism. Man, what a brave young lady. I know, can you imagine just waking up one day, your little girl, I'm like, I think I'm just going to lead this country to victory here. Never mind it. literally no other female is allowed okay. to do anything whatsoever in society. Yeah. But I'm just going to become a great warrior, a warrior mm. saintess for the French army and just yeah. go slay some people. There you go. Good for you. Good for you, Joan. Here's to you, Joan of Arc. <laughs> Here's to you. <laughs> and speaking of this date in history, just another few days ago, CJ, on January 7th, one Galileo discovered Jupiter's moons of Io, Europa, oh. and Ganymede, and the world of science fiction will never that's... or was never the same again. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big discovery. Very cool. Oh, for sure. And again, shout out, you know, if you haven't listened to, I bet CJ's forgot all about this, our episode we did in tribute to 2001 a space odyssey oh that's right <laughs> <laughs> shout out to 2001 a space odyssey i believe that they are going traveling to europa in the movie if i'm not mistaken also cj I believe it was this day january 
10th, I'm pretty sure, in 1943, or maybe it was January 7th, but anyway, Nikola Tesla died. Mm. This is spooky in room 3327 of the New Yorker Hotel. I feel like I've heard about that room. Explain to me why that's spooky. <laughs> I don't want to stay in a room Tesla died in. <laughs> that's why. Oh, okay. No, neither do I. Um, I don't want to stay in a room anybody died in. No, well, you know, Tesla, he supposedly was had access to the, I mean, other dimensions, the occult. I mean, who knows if he actually even died if, as opposed to just <laughs> transferred his energy to another dimension inside the room. Oh, that's how I want to go. That's how I want to go. <laughs> but I do feel like I've heard that story. I'm not sure if you can still rent room 3327, but it would make for good all things unexplained investigation, I believe. Oh, heck no. I'm not doing that. I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You can't. Now that you've got me convinced that the soul of Tesla is hiding in another dimension in the room just waiting to haunt me, count me out. Count me out. I think you're missing a great opportunity there. (laughs) I am just a little young little girl with no desire for anything scary. Actually, this next story might tell you a little bit about me and how I grew up and how I was as a kid. Not that I wanted to get too autobiographical. Have you heard the Encanto soundtrack? (laughs) You know what? I have heard the song the soundtrack Encanto. I've heard it a lot of times today. I'm trying to remember. This is the part where she sings. That she didn't want to get it autobiographical. Is that the movie with the really super strong woman in it? Yes. I haven't actually oh. seen it, but I do know. I that, like yes. her song. That's a great song, isn't it? The whole soundtrack. It's good. It's is got phenomenal. like a bunch of drums in it. Like, yeah. Like, this is a whole new level of Disney. It's about being strong. I don't remember the name either. But it's my daughter's favorite. She asks for it all day long. And so we just dance to that song and rock out. And man, that Lin Manuel Miranda, he is one talented talented guy. He created that soundtrack. Okay. So back to me and telling my story. So when I started college, I went to UC Santa Barbara, go gauchos, moved into the dorms. I could see the ocean from my dorm room. I'd take my longboard, had a Beckard, go down there, try to catch some waves. Not so successful, but it was still fun. Anyways, I truly believed that a family of skunks lived outside of my dorm room. That was the only explanation for that skunky smell that I smell <laughs> all day long. I truly, truly believed that skunks lived outside of my bedroom until one day I realized, oh no, that's a whole lot of people smoking marijuana all day long at my school. <laughs> so my story- Because they got high. Because I got high. My story is about why cannabis smells so skunky. <laughs> Whoa. These researchers have actually been studying it. So it turns out that the stinky culprit in both substances belongs to a family of, and I'm going to butcher this, prenylated volatile sulfur compounds, or VSCs. That's a subset of volatile organic compounds. And this was according to a 2021 study published in the journal ACS Omega. So apparently it's all sulfur-related, which makes sense because everything sulfur-related stinks, right? So it's a sulfur-containing compound, and um, yeah. It has a very similar similar compound. So skunks have a bunch of VOCs in their aerosol spray. Cannabis has the same properties wow. as the old skunky skunk. So I wasn't too far off thinking that skunks lived outside of me. I was so nice. It's true. We had a different 
reason for weird smells outside our dorm rooms when I was in college. I just had this memory come back to me as well. <laughs> I'm going to blame my friends, but I did have some friends. My brother was in on this as well. So we used to gather up whatever toxic substances we could, mix them all together, middle of the night, hurl them. Of course, it's in Mississippi where it's hot every day, you know. Hurl them all over their dorm room door. Our dorm room at that time was like a motel, right? So it opened up to the outside. Oh, okay. And it would just become permanently plastered in this stinky goo on their door. Oh, no way to get why? it off. It's not like you're... Why, though? Not like you... It's not like you have a pressure washer in your dorm room, you know? So it's just there permanently for the rest of the semester, at least. I mean, okay. <laughs> I found a little something for you, CJ. Since we were analyzing this song, I feel like I'm free to play a small clip of it. Yes, that heavy beat. I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. I'm as tough as the crust of the earth is. I move mountains. I move churches. And I glow because I know what my worth is. I don't ask how hard the work is. Got a rough and destructible surface. Diamonds and platinum. I find them. Jessica Dora. Take what I'm handed. I break what's demanded. But under the surface, I feel berserk as a tightrope walker in a three ring circus. Surface pressure. That's the name of that one. It's so great. It is just like that heavy beat and it builds so well and it's almost like a rap song and my little three-year-old daughter she just rocks it she sings it in the car at the house just all day long she's singing that song she loves it and i do too so way to go disney to be continued you've been listening to all things unexplained if you liked this podcast please do give us a five-star rating and leave us a review if you would like to hear more All Things Unexplained, be sure to follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our show depends on the support of listeners like you. To help keep us going, please be sure to visit patreon.com backslash allthingsunexplained. Our Patreon patrons get early access to podcasts as well as exclusive audio and video clips. Or you can find us on Venmo under the business accounts. Just look for at BigfootUFO. Additionally, you can support us at buymeacoffee.com backslash unexplained. If you can't get enough of us, go ahead and check us out at allthings-unexplained.com. A special thanks to our producer, director, sound mixer, editor, and the man who wears far too many hats. No, seriously, he wears a lot of hats, Dr. Tim Mounts. Without you, we couldn't keep the lights on. Thanks for listening to All Things Unexplained.